Welcome to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast with Lawrence Munaig, where we explore the ketogenic lifestyle and how it can improve your physical and mental health. Each week, we bring you valuable insights and advice from experts to help you on your journey to a healthier lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by BasicKetogenicLifestyle.com, where Lawrence coaches individuals with depression to reverse their symptoms and achieve a healthier, happier life using an evidence-based approach. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the world of ketones and coffee. Subscribe to the Ketones and Coffee podcast today and never miss an episode. Hey guys, before we start the episode, I'd like to announce our partnership with KetoCon, the science and stories of keto this summer from July 8 to 10 in Austin, Texas, held at the Palmer Event Center. KetoCon is an animal health and wellness event. It is the largest event in the U.S. focused solely on the science and stories of living a ketogenic diet and lifestyle. With 50 plus speakers, medical professionals, researchers, bloggers, technology developers, fitness experts, and everyday people like you and I who have used the ketogenic diet and lifestyle to improve their health, with 230 embedded exhibitors as well. People love this event because it's all about the community. Attendees are incredibly passionate about their health and the ketogenic low-carb lifestyle. It is a three days of non-stop motivation and inspiration, learning, networking, making new friends, sampling all the latest innovative products on the market, and enjoying the city of Austin. For discounted tickets, go to ketocon.org and click on the Get Tickets button. Use the discount code Ketones and Coffee at checkout and receive a 10% discount code on the three-day full conference passes. Alright guys, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, this is Lauren. So welcome back to the Ketones and Coffee podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. I know everyone here that's listening are here because you want to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle through a ketogenic diet and every single week I try to bring in guests that not only has the knowledge but these individuals has also been through the same trials that we all have been through when it comes down to our search for a better health. We get together in hopes to assist you on your own journey. Stick around because our guest today is a competitive mountain ultra runner. He is also the founder of Bluebird Provisions. Organic Bone Broth, a company that provides a convenient way to consume delicious bone broth-based beverages and foods with a goal to inspire others to take their health into their own hands. I'm so excited for this. I'm here with Connor Meekin. Connor, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Lawrence. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Awesome, man. What an incredible journey uh, you're on, man. Just reading about you, you've had overcame a lot and um, uh, obviously... um, build your own empire trying to build your own empire here but your story is one that is really one that you know shows grit shows uh, a never quit mentality so i just want to uh commend you and it's an honor to have you here man oh thanks so much i'm happy to <laughs> happy to chat on all things uh nutrition and and all that fun stuff awesome man so i want to preface your story here with our listeners you know you're, you were a member of uh, the Canadian men's field hockey team for years before starting your career in ultra running. Had great success uh, winning multiple races in 2013, but the following year you had suffered a devastating foot injury where your doctor told you that you may never run again and had a three-year journey back to running. And in 2019, you were back to winning races. Also important to point out your time away from running has also led you to founding the company, the Bone Broth Company, now known as Blue, Bluebird Provisions. 
So we have lots to talk about here, man. First of all, the fact that you were able to bounce back from that nasty injury, not just casually running again, but winning races again and forming your own company while inspiring others on taking this path of healing. Man, this story, your story, you had all the excuse to quit. And yet you were here, you are here today contemplating your next strong move, man. So that is what I want for our listeners to learn today. It may not be, you know, keto related, but anytime I can get someone with an incredible no quit attitude like yours, man, I'm happy I'm happy to have them on. And so so thank you for being here, man. So the setback and how you bounce back, I want you to be able to, you know, tell your story here with our listeners. You know, you can be as detailed as possible. Um, but first, let's talk about that journey from your time when you were in the Canadian men's field hockey team. I want to, you know, brief just briefly, and your decision to pursue a career in ultra running. What was what was that thought process there? Yeah, that was uh, that was quite quite the bio. So I'll I'll fill in a few gaps here and there. So yeah, competed uh, on the Canadian men's field hockey team at the time. We were trying to qualify for the London Olympics, which, gosh, I mean, that was years ago now in in, in 2012. So ultimately, we. We got to the Pan American Games, uh, played against Argentina, our, our arch rival, and uh, we failed to qualify. So at that point, I, you know, the, kind of the year leading up to that, I just became really burnt out on the sport, uh, amateur athletics um, mm. in, you know, it's unless you're a real top tier sport, it's, it's very poorly funded and it's really difficult to balance the whole, you know, trying to grow up and uh get a career and, and start your life with uh this dream of amateur athletics and maybe getting to the olympics and representing your country so that always ate away at me and i always kind of felt like i needed to kind of get my life you know kind of move things forward career wise so anyway started you know i basically just quit the sport when i was 24 um started started working for a software company and and really got into running and and eventually marathon and, and ultra marathon running with a with a friend kind of just before work to stay in shape and kind of have fun and mm-hmm. you really explore you know the mountains around yep. here i'm in the west coast of of canada which has really beautiful mountains and wilderness so i um you know was was pretty good at that i'm a pretty good pretty good athlete and obviously pretty fit for my background so excelled started doing really well and just got you know really really into the sport really passionate about it and started doing all these kind of crazy races all in the mountains up and down the West coast from, mm-hmm. you know, Vancouver, Canada, down to California and Montana. And, um, eventually, uh, yeah, as you know, uh, runners can probably see where this is going. I, I got injured as, as we all do. Um, and yeah, that really, really mm-hmm. changed my life forever. I was kind of put into a, a real tailspin with a, just a really weird kind of freak foot injury that really wasn't responding to to Western medicine. And, mm. you know, doctors were telling me to take up cycling or try something different. Cause I thought I'd never, never really run again. Yeah. Cause there wasn't much, much precedent for healing the, the injury I had. So that, that, you know, it, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. I, you know, I was, I was really depressed at the time and kind of, kind of rudderless, not mm. quite sure what to do. So eventually I started looking at a more kind of Eastern or holistic approach to, to healing the body. I was seeing, a a Chinese medicine doctor and, and, you know, doing a lot of mm-hmm. research into specific foods and ways of eating to, to heal the body. So I tried, you know, all these random strange foods that were, you know, 
things from anti-inflammatory everything. Uh, trying to do yeah. everything yeah <laughs> yeah you might as well right it, for me it didn't matter what worked yeah. i just wanted yeah. something to work so doctor didn't uh, stop you from trying no no i think that's important you know there's, there's always an answer i think you just got to keep yeah. looking sometimes yeah. so yeah uh you know yeah. and i'm really stubborn as well so i wasn't gonna buy that so yeah. um that's why that's why we have the word pioneer in our dictionary you can buy right. anything right um, first of all if you had not tried like i said you know you would have never known it could be done like i said in the in the beginning if you had quit um and you have all the reasons to like nobody's gonna knock you down for quitting right because obviously it's a devastating injury and you know there's no president like you like you mentioned earlier so you had you had the reason to quit but you uh obviously it was it was devastating news for you you had won a variety of races in 2013 in the US and Canada and and to just suffer an injury that you may not never recover from so you said your initial reaction was disbelief in shock right can you take us back to the few months like what was the few months like in the beginning after you heard that news that you were never run again what are the steps that you took or like you you, you did say you uh you tried chinese medicine um i i read that you tried functional medicine too is that right hey guys hang on one second before we continue to the episode i'm asking you guys if you're loving these stories and you're loving our guests on the show pause the episode and consider giving a follow it will help grow the podcast to reach those people that needs to hear these stories the most. Thank you, guys. Now back to the episode. Enjoy. Yeah, definitely. I, I was. It's like you said. I was really just throwing anything at the wall. I was seeing, um, you know, different, uh, you know, naturopaths and Chinese medicine doctors, and doing, looking at some Ayurvedic kind of practices and you know, still doing some traditional stuff like physio and, and all that kind of, kind of standard rehab stuff at the mm -hmm. time as well. Um, and you know, ev eventually things, things certainly got worse. I mean, this was really like kind of like a three-year process, three to four year process for me. So it was, mm -hmm. it was a lot of, a lot of time, you know, in, in the doldrums yeah. of life and, you know, it's kind of difficult to look back at because it was such a devastating part of my life. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's, there's, there's always kind of positives you can find because, you know, through my nutrition journey and really just finding different foods that might be able to heal my injury, I, I kind of stumbled across bone broth for mm. its, um, ability to heal, you know, joints and tendons and ligaments and, mm. and that kind of thing because of the unique, uh, amino acids and proteins that are in it. So, bone broth has a lot of, you know, collagen and gelatin and glycine and proline and all these amino acids you don't really get on a Western diet. Mm. And, um, these amino acids are really crucial for, you know, um, gut health, skin health, um, but also, uh -huh. you know, joint pain and, and tendon health, which at is what, what point really... is this that you've discovered bone broth? Like at what point in the three or four year uh, journey? Yeah, this was maybe like a year and a half, two years in, I was just Googling mm. stuff and, and, you know, found some research and, uh, using, you know, similar using gelatin actually, but bone broth is mostly gelatin. So I, um, looked around and noticed that no one was really selling it, at least mm. in Canada at the time, there were a few companies in the U S selling it, mm. but, um, took yeah, you a few months to discover this. 
Yeah, yeah. It t- t- took a while. I was mm-hmm. doing all sorts of weird stuff. You know, I was like yeah. drinking like raw colostrum and and eating like aloe vera and all these like weird. Was there foods. ever a doubt in your mind, like within this, you know, before you found out that bone broth is working for you? What was there ever a time that you you doubt yourself and you know uh, doubt why are you even trying? Like, was there a point? Because I I read that you said that depression did kick in right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It was, uh, you know, it's interesting for anyone who's dealt with that sort of thing. Um, they know that it's really difficult, really difficult to get motivated. Sometimes, mm. you know, you kind of just w- wallow around and, and you know, uh, and that's okay to an extent. But um, I think it's, you know, it behooves us to find ways or motivations to to kind of progress yeah. in something. So for me, I think with my, you know, stubborn attitude, uh, which is a gift and a curse at times, I just just felt like you know if if the, if if i wasn't going to run again i was going to exhaust every resource mm. first and yep. I, I think i hadn't done that yet so I, yeah. I was really passionate about nutrition in general um and just eating you know eating to fuel the body and eating um to you know it's, it's really a beautiful thing that you know that the food we eat can just fuel us for <laughs> so, crazy adventures so traditional medicine didn't point you to bone broth just just want to clarify that you're right. Yeah, no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. It, it was uh, a lot of Googling, a lot yeah. of, um, you know, just stumbling yeah. and being in the community of, of nutrition yeah. and, and finding yeah. it. You know, I could only compare it to, I'm not, I'm not comparing these situations, but Kobe, rest in peace, Kobe. He has, he has torn his Achilles uh, one season. I'm not an expert in injuries, but the report was no player has ever returned the same player after suffering that. So most of them retired like it's it's uh it's it's a great excuse to retire first of all it's devastating but so his mentality was challenge accepted like i that's what i'm seeing from your story from what happened to you he returned and his last game he scored 60 in a dogfight ending up in a win yeah i want to ask you like what has kept you motivated you said you know you were stubborn like uh, a gift and a curse but what were you thinking what keep what kept you motivated and you did say did you know you you could you, you did say you want you want to try everything before you quit right before you you know um uh hang hang the hang the white flag or 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 whatever the the phrase is what what kept you motivated in in those years yeah, I, I think just 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 having a having a conviction that you know maybe even if I didn't mm-hmm. run again, I wanted a quality of life and to be able to walk properly again. I mean, during yeah. this time, I, I didn't talk much about it, but I mean, I really couldn't walk without pain either. Mm. Um, so you know, just getting that quality of life was was obviously step one. The rehab, um, and, yeah, and just just really doing what I could to stay active. I think uh-huh. I, I guess I'm lucky in that like. I, I try to be as optimistic as possible and, and, and I've kind of like trained my brain to be, to see opportunities in, you know, setbacks and, and really just set my mindset to that. So I, yeah, I, I recognize that my mindset's a bit different than some people in terms of motivation. Mm-hmm. Like I've always just been like extremely motivated to a fault and, you know, it gets you in trouble sometimes. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult. You I want something you, to... want, you want, you, you're getting it no matter what. 
Yeah. And I think for other people, I think you just have to start somewhere, like start, start mm-hmm. where you are. If you can only go for a walk around yeah. the block, then just do that and at least find a way to get, get yeah. started. And, and kind of I, I heard, I heard, I heard from people that has the same mind mentality. It's something simple that you have to change in your brain. Like it's, it's something simple. Like it, there's, there's not much difference between the brains of people that are super motivated, uh, between the, that, that are successful, uh, between like other people that aren't. Like it, it's something simple that you have to change. Um, I forgot what it is, but uh, um, like I said, like for the listeners, like it's something simple. Google it, like <laughs> to to get motivated. It's it's something simple that you have to change in your daily life. You have to be consistent. You can't you can't be motivated all the time, but you can be consistent. You have to promise yourself, sign the dotted line, and say I'm doing this for myself. Right. Uh, that's what I'm seeing from you, uh, really, from your story, man. Yeah, I think you're right. I think just showing up, just being there, and and when you when you show up and every day, and, and at least um, try to do something as small as it is, then you then you yeah. set yourself up for something that may happen. But if you don't show up, then you know certainly nothing's going to happen. Do you remember the first the first time you run again? <laughs> I actually do. Yeah, because uh, you know I was on like a it was like a walk run, right? So I would run for like, you know, 30 seconds and then walk for a few minutes mm-hmm. and, and, and I would do that. But, uh, I, I, I do vividly remember because I hadn't run in so long that my, you know, everything just got so swollen as soon as I started running and started, yeah. you know, like kind of in a good way, but, uh, yeah, it really makes me empathize for new runners because it's so running is just really difficult on the body and especially starting from scratch from nothing. Mm. Um, it's an incredibly humbling and, and difficult uh, activity to get into. So I think yeah, that really yeah. just like made me relate to new runners because <laughs> it's so hard. When, when did you realize that it was the bone broth or it was the nutrition in the bone broth? Or what, when did you realize that, oh, what I'm doing is working? When, when was that point in time? Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I started, I started, you know, making it in my kitchen and in, in this little apartment, you know, every every day really. And, you know, before I knew it, I was stinking up the whole apartment, um, you know, complex, much to the chagrin of my neighbors, but I was, you know, kind of giving it to friends to try giving it to family members, obviously drinking it myself. And after yeah, a few months, so, you know, around 2015, 20, 2016, I started to feel a little better. Um, I felt like I was kind of coming out of whatever I was dealing with mentally in terms of the, the you know, the mental health issues, um, had more energy and and yeah my my foot started to feel a little bit better it was it was a really gradual process and you know I don't want to say that it was only bone broth that helped I want to be really clear that I was doing a lot a lot of things at once and I think you know one of the main things was just a mindset of of almost like letting go you know at the time I'd been kind of battered into submission for so long that yeah um, I really kind of had to just let go for a you while of, of any aspect of healing or getting back to where I, I, I my previous yeah, self, yeah. that person's gone, you know? Yeah. You, you, you must have been thinking of what could have been, what could have been this and that if it was why me and, and thinking back that, you know, the last time that you've uh, lost during those times, the three years that, cause you were having so much success before it happened. Like, I believe that we can never plan for things like this. Like that's why we work hard only, but control what we can control and leave the rest because life sometimes takes us in, on a on a wild detour, right? You know, and our initial reaction is 
you know, questioning it, fighting it, resisting it. In your case, you built something positive out of it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I, um, it's, it's just like such a gift looking back, you know, on su- it was a gift. A... Do you see it as a gift then or looking back? Definitely looking back. I think at the time <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to hear that shit. Uh, no chance. <laughs> Yeah, it it could have been a career ending injury, but now you're um you're running again, b- building an empire. What has what has sparked you to building this company? Like when did you realize, okay, I need to share this? And and what was your goal in the beginning? Sure. So I think now and kind of when I was like stumbling on this idea, I you know, I developed such a conviction in the product, you know, bone broth in particular, because mm-hmm. it helped me that I just wanted to share it with as many people as possible. So I think at the beginning, I said, hey, if I can help, you know, 10 million people feel better using bone broth, then that's, that's a great mission. And, and, you know, that's still really our mission today. We're just trying, we're just out here trying to, you know, educate people mm-hmm. on bone broth, what it can do for them. It's certainly not, you know, a magic bullet or a cure. Um, as nothing really is on its own, but I, I think it's really a convenient way and almost like a metaphor for people to um, just take their health into their own hands and, mm. and, you know, do small things that use mostly real food to, um, you know, upgrade their nutrition or just find ways to cook better um, and re- really just arm people to equip them to help themselves. What was the first year like building this company? Yeah, the first year was tough. First couple of years were were really tough. It's been, you know, everyone always says that it's like a roller coaster. Um, you know, we, we've had some high highs and some low lows for sure. The, the first year I remember, I you know rented a commercial kitchen, hired some people off Craigslist, and you know bought some equipment, and you know had this ragtag crew of people that uh, were in there making bone broth with me every day. Um, and, you know, I would make bone broth from like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then I'd go and, you know, deliver it to grocery stores or try to, you know, pound mm. the pavement and get into local grocery stores. Because you have to remember back in 2017, um, direct to consumer was was certainly there. But but yeah, shipping shipping liquid products and, you know, frozen products, which is what we were at the time across Canada was really expensive so it was it was cost prohibitive to sell online at the time so we were in local stores we were selling it in the greater vancouver area where we could deliver and and ship to customers but other than that it it was difficult to sell online i i I remember the first kind of success we had was uh a friend of mine from my previous job had uh, he has like a local kind of blog in Vancouver and he agreed to, to feature us. And mm-hmm. without that, we wouldn't have really had a start. He, you know, got us our first, you know, a few thousand dollars in sales and just like so grateful for those, those moments uh, that really got us started. Hey guys, let me tell you about this delivery service that's been a total game changer for my lifestyle. Did you know that it's now possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right at your doorstep? Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. And if I can avoid buying non-keto-friendly items from supermarkets who psychs you into buying unhealthy foods, plus if it saves me a lot of time and money, sign me up. Instacart is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. 
and Instacart will find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. And you can get your first order today delivered for free when you purchase over $35 by following the link on the show notes below to let Instacart know that I sent you and to help to support the show. Instacart, never step foot in the grocery store again. So, and then after that, did it, did it uh, carry itself going forward? And when did you realize that there was a market for it? Yeah, I would say um, throughout like the sales process of me trying to get this on the store in, um, you know, health food stores, that, that was pretty, pretty validating. I would say we sometime in, you know, 2018, we were able to get it into Whole Foods Mm-hmm. which, you know, for anyone in the industry knows that's like such a validator and just like a, a key kind of marker of success along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, at the time we were the only one on the shelf in Whole Foods. So all of a sudden mm-hmm. we were doing really well. Like, you know, we had great, great success and sales were great because we were the only one there. But then like any kind of trendy industry, you know, um, other people like me found bone broth and started companies. Yeah. And, and now if you look at the shelf in, in Whole huge. Foods, there's like six of them, six, six different brands, which is crazy. It's huge so. in the keto community. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so many brands. Fasting now, so. community too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll, yeah. Most of our new customers are, yeah, certainly like keto people or people fasting. Um, mm-hmm. It's really interesting how it's kind of, you know, changed um, and which communities are drawn to it. Who was bu- who was buying your products now? Like who was the most? What's what what's the um like who is yeah. your ideal customer? Like you found we found out. Yeah, the the biggest group of people that buy our products now are uh, females. Sometimes they're you know moms of the family, um, and they typically find us. Well, they'll find out about bone broth online or on you know whatever Instagram or TikTok or something. And they yep. will Google Google bone broth. Usually they'll find us because the RSEO is quite good. And um, or they find us in the grocery store at Whole Foods while they're searching for something for their family. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I say females because they're at least traditionally they are the ones who do the you know grocery shopping. I know nowadays it's different, but um, back back then that was certainly our our main demographic. And and nowadays we're we're as i mentioned we are getting more guests and shoppers who are looking for it specifically for um the assistance with fasting with keto with uh you know different diets and stuff so that that's like our second largest uh demographic your packaging looks like it's uh something that you could bring with you on the go uh, as a snack too right i see i see bone broth as a snack like something that you could snack on like outside like and you know obviously when you're fasting it's great because it's uh it's satiating you know you you can suppress uh hunger when you're fasting and so it's uh it's a it's actually a great tool for fasting because you know obviously you you're craving stuff when in the beginning of your fast and you know for everyone that's listening bone broth is a a great way to suppress your your um your hunger and so you can go for even longer hours without eating anything so um love love your story man just uh the three years that you you know had lost 
that you didn't lose because you've you know created something out of it and still find your way around to running again is is really inspiring and for anyone that's listening will be inspired i, I want to go out right now and run you know like what, what, <laughs> i like what, it what you've gone through um you know mo- most of most most of them will probably will probably retire after that but now you're running you're you're doing a lot of things do you what what's your plan in the future like um what's your or your brand what's uh what's what's the plan yeah our our north star is is really like bone broth and real food products so you know we've 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 developed a dehydrated powder version of our mm. liquid bone broth and that is really where our growth is happening we were able to launch that product into the US last year so basically we're just trying to develop more new you know real food bone broth related beverages and products that really have the nutrition behind them that actually help people and um we just want to get those in the hands of as many people as possible so we're developing you know a beef bone broth powder product mm. uh, which you'll see pretty soon and um yeah we're just we're, we're just we're just out here doing what we can trying to educate where can people they on get that nutrition. Connor? yeah so if you go to our website bluebirdprovisions.co uh they can find all of our products we ship our bone broth powder throughout canada and the u.s mm. and uh if anyone wants a discount um i'll do i'll do 15 just just for you so yeah uh, nice Can, yeah well, canada finally is getting something yeah yeah no doubt so anyone <laughs> in the u.s and canada can order it uh we'll use the the, the code uh all uppercase ketones so all caps ketones awesome, for 15 off Love it. Love it, guys. Check that out, guys. Um, uh, my last question for you. Um, what is your advice to athletes? Uh, not, not, maybe not athletes or people in general that may have gone through some something in life, you know, you going through injury. Um, how would they bounce back from what's the mindset? what should be what should they be doing or what's what's the mindset on like just bouncing back from something like that yeah i always i always tell friends like focus on what you can do and not necessarily what you cannot do at the time so mm-hmm. you know in in the, the case of an injury you know let's uh find something that you actually enjoy um don't you know uh walk your way through life doing things that you don't enjoy so whether it's an activity or a hobby uh find something you enjoy you know ideally that gets you in nature maybe with some friends because that's really important as well the social connection um do that start start small uh kind of rig the deck in your in favor so that you set yourself up for success and all of the positive benefits that that momentum will create because i, I think you know it's really about healthy habits and and things that you can do throughout your life not necessarily short term fixes love it man this has been a blast thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story man and uh, where can my listeners you know maybe they want to connect with you follow you on on socials where where can they find you yeah yeah find me on instagram uh my personal instagram is at connor meeks so uh m e a k s is the last um last name there uh or you can find me on linkedin or twitter as well anything like that's good just type my name connor meekin and i should show up awesome connor thank you so much for coming on again once again man love your love what you're doing with your company and uh continue what you do man thanks so much lawrence take care <laughs> all right brother
Bye bye. See ya. Hey guys, thank you for listening. I would like to announce that I am now on Patreon. And as a patron, you can listen to my episodes ad free, plus highlights only episodes from my previous episodes. Not only that, you can also get a 50% discount privilege when you subscribe to Basic Ketobox and more. You can check it out at patreon.com slash ketones and coffee. All right, guys. Bye for now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another great episode here on the Ketones and Coffee podcast. And we've had such a pleasure of hosting yet another amazing guest here, guys. If you're eager to learn more about the secrets of succeeding on the ketogenic lifestyle, be sure to check out the show notes. As a special treat for our loyal listeners, I'm offering an exclusive opportunity for a free consultation call. Discover how you can achieve success on the ketogenic lifestyle by simply referring to the details provided in the show notes. Take advantage, guys, of this unique chance to enhance your journey to a healthier you. And stay tuned for more captivating episodes. And until next time, guys, keep embracing the power of ketones.